Tena koto te fano o Auckland Unitarians. Tena koto ma manuhiri, na manuhiri. No mai hari mai ki tene fare karakia o te atua. Ko jandaleo toko inwa. Norera tena koto, tena koto, tena tato katoa. Welcome all, church family and visitors, to this place of worship and fellowship made sacred by Auckland Unitarians for over 120 years. Welcome also to those joining us remotely or watching the recording at a later time. My name is John DeLeo and I'll be leading our service today. Today's welcome words are by David R. Chapman. To those of you who are visitors here for the first time, thank you again for being here with us. If you are lonely, here you will find a warm companionship. Here in this sanctuary of hope, you can find a new seat at the table of life and feast yourself on love and fellowship, and you will not hunger for the touch of a human hand or an embrace of your searching spirit. If you seek to understand, here you will be encouraged in your search. Wonderful pathways will be lit unto you, and wherever your journeys take you, you will know that you can always come home again to this place made sacred by our love for you. This is a sanctuary of the soul. There are no boundaries in this Cathedral of Hope. I would also like to remind those here in person that all, invited, that all are invited to join us for a spot of tea or coffee immediately following our service. It is our sacrament of hospitality. Today, I'm reprising nearly in its entirety a service I led in September 2019. At that service, our guest speaker, Jean McElhaney, presented a talk titled, How Can Awareness of Death Enrich Life? We reached out to Jean to see if she might be willing to join us again today, but we were unable to get in touch. I know it was really short notice. I considered simply playing our recording of her talk from our website, but ended up going in a slightly different direction. I'll be playing a recorded TED Talk from 2016 on a similar topic. The opening words I've chosen today are by Clark Dewey Wells. Spirit of life and hope, we turn our minds and hearts again toward thee. Awaken us again to the mysteries that humble us, the realities that orient us, the truths that guide and that judge and guide us, the beauty that informs and ravishes us, the love that nurtures us, the fellowship that sustains us, the creativity that heightens and deepens and reorders our living, that we may give ourselves in honesty and openness to the larger life before us. In the mystery of life about us, there is light. It gives us a place to be, to grow, to rejoice together. It opens the pathways to love. In this place of friendship, there is freedom. Let the light we kindle go before us, strong in hope, wide in goodwill, 
inviting the day to come. If you wish, please join with me in reciting the covenant of our church. Love is the doctrine of this church. The quest for truth is the sacrament, and service is its prayer. To dwell together in peace, to seek knowledge in freedom, to serve humankind in fellowship, to the end that all souls shall grow in harmony, thus do we covenant with each other and with our God. At this time, we're going to play Spirit of Life. This recording is one of my go-tos, the one produced by GW Vibes, an acapella group comprised of students at the George Washington University in Washington, DC. And our Zoom host will be sharing the video shortly. When I led the service in 2019, Time for All Ages was a regular part of our services. We had all the children in the church come up to the front. The service leader would read them a story. Then the congregation would sing them off to Circle Time, our religious education program. We haven't yet resumed Circle Time, and we don't really have children joining us in the church. Thank you, Larry, <laughs> these days. But I'm going to read this story anyway. It's a book titled The Invisible String by Patrice Karst. I'm going to share a web reader with the Zoom meeting, which we'll be able to see on the projection screen, hopefully. As I noted earlier, in place of a guest speaker or my own fumbling attempt at speaking on the topic of, of grief and, and dying, we'll be watching a recorded video of a TED Talk. Lucy Kalanithi, a physician in the U.S., presented her talk, What Makes Life Worth Living in the Face of Death, at TEDMED in 2016. We're going to wrap up the service with a meditation today. So I'm going to read a passage and then we're going to keep silence for a bit while Frank plays us some lovely music and then we'll proceed to close our service. The words for this meditation are by Helen Lutton Cohen. Each moment of our living brings us closer to our dying. Young or old, the knowledge of life's end is with us, growing more real more familiar through the experiences of time and of loss. Yet, what is to keep us from frittering away what time is left to us, making it almost a matter of indifference that we have passed this way? How are we to grasp the urgency of life, to know and seize the moment that will lift us out of mere survival into that realm where someone after us will say, she truly lived. Or is true living a day-by-day -day thing? The accumulation of many tiny acts that all together say, he lived. Either path will do. Sudden or almost imperceptible. They will lead us beyond self-preoccupation and protection 
to the safe ground of understanding and acceptance. We will come to know within ourselves the satisfaction and peace of having lived with consciousness and purpose. We will know the joy of having given ourselves to life. Amen. Please join me in reciting our words as we extinguish the chalice today. We extinguish this flame, but not the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of commitment. These we carry in our hearts until we are together again. If you are who you were, and if the person next to you is who he or she was, if none of us has changed since the day we came in here, we have failed. The purpose of this community, of any church, temple, zendo, mosque, is to help its people grow. We do this through encounters with the unknown, in ourselves, in one another, in the other, whoever that might be for us, however hard that might be, because these encounters have many gifts to offer. So may you go forth from here this morning, not who you were, but who you could be. So may we all. <laughs>